I don't know. There's an error that's going to be
has a lot of vocabulary has, has a lot of gun violence, a lot of homicides, uh, related uh, to cost fire or involving firearms, and I think that's a really neat thing. People think of Baltimore too, and uh, Philadelphia, also high. accessories that make me look like a cop. 
has a he has a body cam just hanging uh, from his hoodie from, from his, the top of his zipper. Yeah, and there's no other indication uh, or, or reason that uh, why why he'd be wearing a body cam aside from the fact that he's walking alone at at uh, ten thirty at night, which isn't that crazy, you know. It's, here in New Orleans on a Tuesday, it's it's not a big deal. There's a lot of people out, uh, but most of those people look like they are from uh, anywhere but here. They they look like they're on vacation. They look like they're from Europe. They look like they smell bad, but like European bad. A lot of French people come here. A lot, of, a lot of European, or at least French-speaking Europeans that come to New Orleans. And I, I, I'm starting to have a sneaking suspicion that New Orleans kind of is on a similar level of culture as uh, Paris. And, and, and the sense that it smells like pee, or whatever Paris smells like piss. And it's inescapable, and I feel that is also true of uh, most places in New Orleans, and if it's not this, it is a, I would argue, an even more offensive smell that permeates, which is kind of a blend of, like, some kind of cleaning solution that may have some kind of bleach in it, and, 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 and like, stomach bile, it smells not like vomit, necessarily, but it's very like it's, a, it's an interesting blend of organic and inorganic, like sharp and pungent. Uh, but if it is a cleaning solution, I've never smelled it anywhere else. I don't know. It's not bleach. It's not bleach. It's not a cup smell. It's, it's almost sweet. It's almost like it almost. It's like not. I don't know. But I've never smelled it anywhere else. Uh, I'll get back to you on that smell. But um, it's unique. It's unique. And I, I start to wonder if maybe Paris smells like that too. But I can't compare. I've not been. But now I'd like to go to see if it smells the same. That's the only reason at this point to, to go. So you'll see that I went for a long walk tonight. I did a, I did a long walk with my new body cam. I did not bring a gun, but I thought about it. I thought about bringing a gun and what that would look like in, in multiple situations. And I'm glad I did it uh, because this is the clock 17 and what I would want is a clock 19. I would want something just a little bit smaller and easier to conceal. You can see that this has quite a long body. I forget the how short clock 19 is, but it makes a difference. Okay, especially when I'm wearing track pants. I am not, uh, not wearing a holster, but I'm considering investing in a, in a holster and also something nicer to hold the body cam. And this 
it, uh, at least that's available to the public. Uh, they're Chinese companies, okay? And Chinese, you know, these, this is a nice, this is a nice enough camera, right? This is, uh, it records in, uh, 1440p and I believe 60 FPS and it has infrared, uh, LED lights, has GPS tracking, blah, blah, blah. But we're afraid that, uh, it's, it's kind of spyware and, uh, it maybe it is, maybe it is. Okay. But I think one could argue that, you know, phones are already a, an immense source of data pooled from innocent Americans and, and beyond, uh, and not necessarily by China. I think that's, you know, obviously there's a lot of spyware within our own society. Let's not call it spyware, but you know what I mean. Uh, but when it comes to government agencies and police forces and, and whatnot and, and security, I, I imagine they would want an American-based company. So my financial advice is to look into American companies making bees. Okay. Just a thought. I will not be investing at all, but uh, if I were into investing, if I still believed in uh, the stock market, you don't need to believe in it to make money off it. That's not what I'm saying. It's like, certainly I could make money from it. I just, um, I don't support it. I don't, I don't support it. I think we should continue to call it what it is. It's not gambling. It's not gambling anymore for people who actually matter, for people who actually have money. It's, uh, it's not a gamble, okay, for people who, who are broke and don't have money. Uh, the stock market is gambling, yes. Yes, certainly. It certainly is. Uh, I walked around. I walked around for a good hour, hour and, uh, I think maybe almost two hours, walked around for almost two hours, and didn't get a whole lot, but again, it's a test, it's a test of a camera in New Orleans on a Tuesday night, and, um, what I'm thinking is I'm gonna take some of this footage. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use it a lot. I'm gonna test it out a lot because I spent a lot of money. I spent, a, I spent a lot of, I spent a hundred dollars on my, on my body camera, and I want to uh, make the most of it. So every time I go for a walk, uh, I am going to bring it and hope something happens. And it's sort of like Nightcrawler-esque, if you've seen. That movie, not not X Men, but uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Nightcrawler. I forget who directs that, but we'll just call it Jake Gyllenhaal's Nightcrawler. I'm gonna go out, look for for bad shit that's happening, and um, four minutes. What the fuck? 
Wow. My point is that, uh...
before YouTube and uploaded it, and I was like, this is, like, I don't want to, I don't want to get back into this, because I'm just going to find myself, like, I don't know, it's just not, it's just not inspiring right now, so, um, I think doing the tour, like, the walking is a lot more lowbrow, and it's a lot more low effort, it's a, it's a lot lower effort as well, so, a lot less effort I'm gonna do that but I'll probably reuse the footage I'll use for this I don't know I, I might use both but you just won't get the, the audio you just won't get me whispering on top of it you'll just get the foot the shaky footage that looks like something could happen at any minute and it never does but maybe I'll slip some subliminal things in there you know, slowly but surely, but it'll start out normal. And I, I think what'll be fun about doing that YouTube channel is that you'll, I'll probably get a lot of people from New Orleans and people who are thinking of visiting New Orleans, but more importantly, the people from New Orleans who are born and raised here and, and uh, know, no, know nothing else and take a lot of pride in their city, uh, will watch it and feel like, um, that maybe I did do it justice and that I'm only capturing the really ugly parts and that's exactly what I'm, I intend to do. That's exactly what I intend to do and I, I want to get people who are local really mad and I, I think New Orleans is one of those places that it's I think most cities I think any any city with a with a with a, with a sports team with major sports teams to take pride in which is most major cities uh, in America uh, can, can and will get offended if you just have a YouTube channel dedicated to their city. There will be people who criticize your view of it, your opinion of it, especially if you're not from there. Especially if you're if you're you're not even black. Uh, so I think that'll be really fun to do. I think that something I'm really looking forward to. Um, but again, we'll see, we'll see how far that gets me. Um, if I don't get mugged first, I'll do it until I either get mugged or I get stabbed or someone starts stalking me or someone starts looking for me, but that'll be, that's honestly the goal. That's honestly like the peak of that, that project is that someone who watches it says, oh, I know where he walks, now I see his route, I can, I can track him down, and that's not unique to, to just YouTube, if you, if you want to do that to me too, I'm giving you hard evidence of, uh, where you can most likely find me on a, on a dark night, you know, on an evening walking around, uh, alone, uh, unarmed, and without, you know, a way to protect myself, I, uh, you can find me, you can do it, you can find me, you can, you can molest me, uh, for free, okay, and that'll be, that'll, <clears throat> that'll be the peak, and that'll be satisfying for me, and then I can move on, uh, do something else, right, um, but I think it'll take a while to get there, if I ever get there.
doesn't change. I only changes I've made are that uh, instead of doing my work on the couch, I do my work at the kitchen uh, table so that I'm not distracted and so that I sit upright because I've noticed my body is in pain and I know that's part of aging and I just didn't think I would be the kind of guy that starts complaining about lower back pain uh, at age 29. Also, my beard hairs are like starting to go gray. Like there's like at least like 10 or 15 that I could count that are distinctly uh, gray or white, really. And a few on my head as well that I can see. And uh, I think it's stress, but I don't see what part of my life is going to get less stressful uh, as it goes on. And so I don't think I will uh, recover from the, the graying process uh, at this point in my life. Um, so something to look forward to as I start to gray developing body aches and pains I think I will get sexier I believe I will hit a what is known as a DILF peak uh, and I will not be a dad but I will be in the phase of my life where uh, it would have been ideal to uh, enter or explore fatherhood uh, and to then uh, maybe you know shoot the kids at some point you know as I approach my 40s um really fascinating. I was watching some body cam footage for research purposes and uh, I, I stumbled upon a video of a, um, a man who uh, lined up his uh, he lined up his kids, his three I think sons three boys, he lined them up all different ages. I don't know how old each of them were. Uh but he lined them up and he shot them. He shot them. And allegedly, I didn't, I didn't really look that far into this story. It made me really sad. Uh, the third one, after watching his two brothers get shot, I started running. And uh, the, the, the dad, I guess, either chased him down or, or you know, gave him a running start and you know um, but yeah that's uh, my point being uh, if I'm a DILF uh, I'll be that dad I will be that kind of father and what's interesting about that case and that footage is that um, he only kills the kids sitting there uh, hanging out 
says it's something to the effect of like, you stole my life, you ended my life. Right? And not in the sense that, obviously, like, she's alive, you know, she didn't, he didn't take her life dead. He, she took, he took her life's meaning away, which were her three children, right? It's not hard to understand, but you can hear her shrieking. It's something, there's something about the way she worded it that caught my attention because it wasn't, you took my life or you stole my life. It was something else, but it's still, you know, obviously implied like you ruined it. You took it away and I can't have a normal life now. And you have to like imagine the perspective of a mom who survived that incident and has to live with that and I, I I hope she finds the will to like kill herself because it's it's not only the absence of that purpose it's, it is now the burden of earth death it's it's not it's not that they just died it's that they were stolen that they were killed and you know, certainly people who lose a, like a son or a daughter to an accident I, I don't know it's it's all it, it's obviously all difficult it's on my mind a lot about parental loss because I, 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 I looked up I had this eighth grade teacher this English teacher, this language arts teacher was really cool, named Mrs. Miller, and this, I can call her Mrs. Miller, it's fine, because she's like remarried and then divorced and got different last names, and I don't know where she's at now, and I had to look her up, I had to dig for a while, and anyway, I found her, and um, I found her on the school site, and what was interesting was that, you know, like, a lot of like school districts, they, you know, you're teacher has their own like website or like web page or like at least they can like write something in their bio you know about their career or, like their their education and like what they like to do for you know something fun for the kids to read and make fun of and, um mrs miller had that uh it, it's i think i'm pretty sure it started out as like uh I'm Mrs. Miller, I teach 8th grade, and I like this, I like this, and also I'm, I'm grieving the death of, I'm actively grieving the death of my, my 11-year-old daughter or something, and then it was just a bunch of links to, like, her blog, or she has a mommy blog about grief, it's like grieving mommy or something like that, something very just directly, like, I'm sadmom.com. Uh, and uh, it was really abrupt, and I wasn't expecting that, and I mean, who would be? Uh, but you go to it, and uh, I think, <sighs> this is kind of heavy, but basically just, she has an older son who's like 18 or like 17 or something at the time, and fat, ugly retard of a son. He was driving his little sister, uh, and they uh, 
his sister and he survived and um he's, he's a fat like autistic man or he might be a you know he might be trans I don't know he looks like he could be transitioning or yeah, he's could be non-binary um and I'm not saying that makes him that's not what makes him a bad person is that he killed his that he killed his sister that's what it just, it's just layered on top of the fact that he's also uh, a fucking loser, you know? Um, you know, it'd be, excuse, it'd be a different story if he was, like, um, you know, hot and popular. But, um, this kid, man, I spent a lot of time looking into this whole family. This whole family is, is fucked. Because uh, she was the coolest. She was probably the coolest teacher I had. She's the coolest teacher I had that I still think about enough to like look her up from eighth grade, 2008. Okay, it's 15 years later. I still think about this lady because I liked her so much. She, I, I didn't have like a like a great like personal like relationship or interaction with her. I just admired her. I just admired her enough to care about what she's been doing and yeah you know tragedy and that's the rest of her life now seemingly I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what it has to be but I'm saying that's what it looks like it's gonna be is her life is dedicated to recovering and recovery is a, is a lifelong process in the drug sense in the substance abuse sense but I, I think it's, it applies to grieving as well in, in very extreme cases it's grieving is a lifelong process and much like recovering from from a drug or an alcohol addiction, it can be, it can easily become someone's personality. It can easily absorb someone's life. It can take over someone's life. It becomes your personality. It becomes your purpose. It becomes when well, at first it starts out that you are recovering so that you can take control of your life and. And, and return to your life and, and return to whatever meaning or purpose it, you thought it had or you thought it, you wanted it to have or whatever. But for many, many people, recovery is for the sake of recovery itself. It, it, it is a perpetuating uh, process of self-perpetuating. It is... Uh, you recover so that you can continue to recover and sometimes you take that process and learn and teach other people to to grieve properly and recover properly and, and that your, your whole life is based around it your whole life becomes it's, it's, it's about your whole life becomes coping okay it becomes coping with this very like distinct concrete bad thing in your life 
know, and I know it may seem like I have. I know it may seem like. I know. Like that I that I have never had a bad thing or a trauma. My whole personality is this is dealing with that. I don't think it's happened yet. I think I'm, I'm I something else, something else is coming, or I'm gonna push myself into something else, and I don't know what. And I don't know what. I, like I I, 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 I think about the drugs. I think about doing a life of crime or getting addicted to gambling or just any behavioral addiction, any some kind of compulsion. You know, doing something bad, doing something naughty, doing something illegal. I don't, I need the big one and I just don't have the fucking balls to, because I'm so calculated, okay? I'm so calculated, believe it or not, for as, as ill as I am, everything I do is still careful. It is methodical and I will never do anything big as long as I am fully as I am, as far as I'm aware, fully in control of my mind and my thoughts and my behavior, I, I need something to push me. That's that is completely out of my control. I feel immensely in control of my life. I've never felt more free and independent in my life, and, and and that's why I feel like I'll never do something that drastic. That is what is holding me back from doing the doing something insane is that I, I have a sense of control and I have a sense of, I'm not saying I, I am in control, but I have a sense of control. And I, I know in practice, effectively, it's the same thing for me. Um, but we'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm testing some waters and I think living in New Orleans adds a lot of degrees of unpredictability it adds layers lots of variables that I am completely out of control of and I'm just putting myself in a situation with a high probability of, of an improbable event right I'm increasing the chances of something drastic happening to me to push me in a direction that uh, I will do something drastic in return okay to balance it out Otherwise, I'm just going to sit on my ass and train AI models for $25 an hour all day, every day, and walk around the French Quarter endlessly making dumb videos where I complain about my life and pretend to kill myself, and I never do it. Pretend I'm going to kill someone else, and I never do it. Okay? Do you want that? Do you really want that? I don't. And I don't think, if, if you're listening to this and you're watching this, I don't think you do either. I think you want to see it happen. I think you want, and I think you're, you're, you're highly expected to happen. Okay, and, so, and I, do, I do, and I'm not making fun of you for that. I'm not judging you for that, because I want it to. I want it to, and that's, that's all it's ever set up to be, is you get to see all the buildup for when it happens and I haven't watched all of Ro uh, Elliot Rogers videos okay but I if and when the thing happens to me and I do the thing whatever it is 
camera is also not a guarantee that I'm alive. I could have. I could have. I could have. I could have. I could have recorded it. I could have recorded it and set the date and time and, cha and changed it myself for each every individual video in the future. Who knows? Who will know? Okay? Who knows if I think that far ahead or if I care to put that much effort, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's something too. If you if you follow these things, if you can pay attention, then uh, look out for that because I think that'll be fun. It's a fun experiment about death. I'm really obsessed with death. I'm really obsessed with death and the way society handles it in uh, 2023 in the new era and how death will be viewed and handled by technology in, um, in the next 50 years for as long as I live. All right. Good luck and good night. Thanks for watching uh, the YouTube channel. I'm thinking it'll be called Only in New Orleans or something like that. I think Only in New Orleans would be a great title for our uh, channel title. And I'll make an accompanying Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok, maybe. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram uh, now at HandsomeBent2024. Good luck, Gabe2024. Uh, Geraldo Rivera 2024 uh, Filipino Drake 2024 uh, Italian Drake 2024 Chris Handsome 2024 and my latest account is uh, Lil Shit Post 2024 uh, underscores before and after all of them and in between words so underscore blank underscore blank underscore 2024 underscore okay that applies to all of them snapchat or all dot rivera just one account uh tiktok is filipino drink 2024 i believe oh man i think that's it that's all that matters good luck gabe dot life www dot good luck gabe dot life watch.goodluckgabe.life which is where you're watching this now probably but if you're just listening you can watch the video at goodluckgabe.life you can also email me at uh, help h-e-l-p at goodluckgabe.life help at goodluckgabe.life I do check my emails I do read the emails no guarantee I will respond but I will probably respond uh, I'm gay, you're gay, your mom's gay, and uh, it's okay, it's not a big deal.
see it. I wanted to see him eat the marshmallow. What happened? They tease him with marshmallows? That's so weird. <laughs> what the fuck?
Right here is the always loud.
includes the MuFly 128 gig tests. Uh, let's see if it's working the whole time. It was. Looks like we still have 97.9 gigs and 9 hours of recording time after doing a 1 hour and 47 minute uh, recording. I walked for about a minute and 47 seconds approximately and nothing happened. I didn't get mugged. Uh, no one died. I didn't see anything interesting really aside from the Pharrell freestyle guy. That was kind of funny.